to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? The blackest dies. Oh, God. Come on! This is the Skewered Universe Podcast. My name is Jeff. And I'm Leanne Suck Dick Heinrich. <laughs> it's 2023. Uh, sadly, it? Are you yeah, sure? Yeah, I'm a little confused, but it's the new year, <laughs> 2023. Our last episode turned out to be Black Christmas for 2022. Yeah. But uh, we're going to have our first episode of the new year. And it's a it's a loose affair. We're just having some fun tonight. Not really reviewing a movie. Just doing a few fun things. Right? Fantastic. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm I'm practically perspirating. Well, we have one thing to help us maybe be a little more loose and have a little more fun. We got alcohol. <laughs> it always makes podcasting more fun. What do you got to drink, Leanne? I don't know. You picked this out for me. Mike's Hard Blue Freeze. Yes, I did pick it out for you. They say it's supposed to taste like... Blue Freeze. A blue slushy. I'm like, that gives me no indication of flavor, but okay. A blue slushy. Isn't that usually like blue raspberry? I think. They only had blue or red. They're supposed to have blue, red, and white. So, you know, America. But they didn't have the white one, and I wasn't sure about the red, so I went with blue. Hopefully it's good. I, myself, will be drinking a Red's Wicked Apple Ale. I've only had this one other time, and I remember it being good. We'll see what happens. You want to crack them open? Let's do it. Let's go for some ASMR. We're going to enjoy these drinks and slowly crack them open for you. I can't get it. It's so slippery. I can't get my fingers underneath. That is a good sound. Do you want to get a first slurp in? Let's do it. Let's do a little... (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like the first slurp of the new year. (laughs) How about a toast? To us. To us. (laughs) Oh, that's good. That tastes like it would be blue, yes. Okay. Well, I'm glad it tastes blue. Yeah. If it tasted green, I'd be worried. You would need to go get a refund. Yeah. I'd go right back to 7-Eleven. <laughs> like, where's the delivery guy? I need to talk to him. So, I think first things first, we do have a little bit of something we want to talk about. We watched a three-hour movie yesterday, just about. Yeah. The Batman. The Batman. That's 
technically the appropriate title, The Batman. I know. I'm excited. I'm looking for Pete in the back. It's The Batman. <laughs> Except the word the is always very small. Yes, it actually is very small. It's very small. That's what she said. Yep, just before he began crying. <laughs> <laughs> My mom always told me it was adequate. You've got a weird relationship I was there, just going to say, what kind of... <laughs> yeah, so anyway, anyway, it was good. I came away really enjoying it. Is it the best Batman movie I've seen? No. Is it better than most of the DC stuff I've seen recently? Yes, by leaps and bounds. By the way, you're going to be hearing slurping throughout this episode. <laughs> yeah, we're drinking, people. Oh, that hit the spot. Ugh. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. I think Robert Pattinson did a good job as Batman. Yeah, he was very emo. I like emo. <laughs> which like I said when we were watching if any hero has the right to be emo in all respects it would be Bruce Wayne Batman and Robert Pattinson is pretty emo yeah I mean he's probably not but he plays he emo. pulls it off well because I think uh, there was even some emo going on in his uh, portrayal of Edward in the Twilight films. You think? Maybe just a little. A little. Bit. Maybe just a little. Just just the tiniest bit. It was good. Uh Paul Dano as the Riddler was really That was probably the best performance in the entire film. He was my favorite, to be honest. Just the Plus that he's guy cute is... as fuck. He is so <laughs> he's as cute as a fucking button. <laughs> he's immensely talented. I mean, the only other thing I remember seeing him in, and I've probably seen him in countless other things and I just don't remember, but his character in Little Miss Sunshine. Which was very emo. I do need to go back and watch There Will Be Blood. Because we started it, and I just wasn't in the right mindset at the time to watch it. I've seen it. It's very good. And judging by this performance of playing a whacked-out, serial-killer, Zodiac-inspired version of the Riddler, I need to see more of what he's done. I want to see more of what Paul Dano has done, is basically what I'm saying. I think the only part that we both were kind of weird about was Alfred. Yeah, I think Paul Dano was also in The Girl Next Door, wasn't he? Oh, you're probably right. It's part of the tripod. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I only saw that movie once, and I was like, this is fun. I'd probably watch it again and haven't gone back to it. He's the one that uh, doesn't really want to get with the chicks, but apparently is well-endowed. <laughs> Turns out he had to take That's one for right. the team, and he's well-endowed. So all the girls were like, <gasps> all the boys were like, <gasps> He got everyone's respect. <laughs> God, I completely forgot about that. I think because whenever I think of... The Girl Next Door, my brain goes to the other movie of the same title, which is immensely fucked up. <laughs> we'll save that for another time. Maybe that's one to have on the show. I don't know if we want to be depressed. Overall, I'd say the Batman was, was I a do good want movie. to be depressed. I've you... my whole life I'm depressed. <laughs> my whole life is depression. I despise life. <laughs> Ugh, life. 
Every minute I'm awake is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and even Colin Farrell, even though he's not in the movie that much as the Penguin, if you had no idea what actor was playing the Penguin, you would probably think this is just some random guy that kind of in some way has a weird Colin Farrell-esque look. Well, I have a thing. So, like, the first half of the movie, I was really bored Mm -hmm. because, to me, Batman movies are... The villains are over the top. They're in your face. They're almost whimsical. Right. And when I thought... I thought he was going to be the main bad guy, the main villain. And I was like, man, that's a little disappointing. I mean, he did a good performance, but that wasn't Mm -hmm. what I was looking for. But then the Riddler came in, and I'm like... Uh, oh, okay. And then we found out it was Paul Dano, and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I I initially thought there was a bigger role for the Penguin. Same. Sort of like Batman Returns. It was a Penguin-Catwoman duo against Batman. I thought, oh, maybe the Penguin is somehow tied to the Riddler. Not at all. Not at all. And I did like the, the couple little nods you mentioned that in some scenes it looked like the light reflecting off Batman's cowl reminded you of the eyebrows from the 66 show. Yeah, because it, it, that that one had white eyebrows. Very yeah. thin, white eyebrows. But now, then you also caught a nod. <laughs> I caught one that threw me into and a you, fit. And you fangirled. I you did. had to pause it, rewind I it. <laughs> I had to make sure I saw what I saw. Now, spoilers for anyone... Uh, Look, if you haven't seen it, pause this, go see the movie, then come back. So in the scene where Alfred is in the, I believe it was a study, he's going through the mail. Which ultimately leads to him finding something from the Riddler. There's a semi-wide shot of him in the study at this table. There's a bust of William Shakespeare, and anyone who has watched the 66 Batman series will know... There was a bust of William Shakespeare in the show that they would pull back the head on, turn a dial, and open the bookcase and slide down the poles to enter the Batcave, which sounds very dirty when I say it. Yeah. But everyone thought there was a homoerotic thing between Batman and Robin in that show anyway. But yeah, there was that, and then I'm pretty sure, another spoiler alert, again, you can pause it here, there's a fight scene towards the end when all of the Riddler's what would you call them? Like disciples, essentially, his army of like-minded individuals. Yeah, absolutely. We're in the in that arena. Batman's fighting him. He just took a major shotgun blast to the chest. Is in pain and then pulls out this little vial, which is tinted green, and shoots it into his system via something in his armor that can get it directly in. Now, you you are under the notion that it was just adrenaline that set him off, got his heart rate up, got him going. I have a different theory, and I mentioned this to you. I think it was Venom, which is the drug that Bane used to enhance his strength whenever he really wanted to make sure he would beat the shit out of somebody in a fight, such as in the comics when he broke Batman's back. I could be wrong, but it seems like that. There's little things here and there, but... If you're a Batman fan, I'd say definitely check it out. Definitely. That being said, we've got just a couple of fun things here tonight, Lance. We do? Yeah. That's new to me. 
anyone who's listened for a while might remember that I have the game Slash Cards. What is that? It's a horror trivia game. Turns out, me and my buddy El Goro from the Talk Without Rhythm podcast, uh, you need to go find that show and give that a listen if you're not already, both have this game. He's probably played it the correct way. I don't think I have anyone in my life that would play this the correct way that's immediately around us. Because I don't know if anyone we know in our circle has as much knowledge as I do. Granted, my knowledge is not as extensive as some others. Oh, that was a good drink. So, Leanne, you're going to read off some questions. I haven't picked any out. You pick some, you take some, pick some out. They don't have to be easy. They don't have to be hard. Just find ones that you think, oh, this might get them. We'll see what happens. Yeah, to be honest, I thought this would be toward the end of the show. (laughs) (laughs) We can do it towards the end. (laughs) That's why I was getting prepared. (laughs) Would you like me to do the part where I ask you some things? Like what? Oh, I'll give you, I'll give you a choice here. Cause I, oh. I got a couple of things for you. Oh. Along the lines of trivia, but not as in-depth as what Slash Cards has. Thank fuck, because <laughs> I, I would be horrible at it. So what I have is early roles in horror movies for famous actors. I can give you a movie, and you can figure out if you know what actor was in that film. I am going to fucking suck at this. <laughs> or, I have another one, don't you worry. <laughs> I'm like the worst at trivia. I have horror movies featuring rock stars. Okay, that's better. I can give you the better. horror movie, and you can f- try and figure out the musician. I will pick ones that have more ones that you might know. I'm not going to go through and find an obscure one that's like, oh, you know, Ronnie James Dio was in this movie. That You're not going to, you know, some random ass movie where he showed up as like a backstage roadie for some band or something or whatever. Or he was, oh, he was in it for two seconds. He crossed in the background of this crowd at 58 minutes and three seconds in. He's at 0.2 seconds in the film. He's right there. Nothing like that. So, would you like the early horror actor roles? Early horror movie roles for actors or the music? No, let's save the music for a second. Okay. So, you want to start with the other one? Yeah. Okay. I will go back to that list because luckily I saved them on my phone. Because... Quick aside, I found out uh, in iOS 16, if anyone's listening and has a newer iPhone and doesn't know this, this is a quick little tip for you. You know how you can take a screenshot, right? But sometimes you're taking multiple screenshots of a page because you want sections of it. You don't have to do that. You fire off your screenshot. There's an option for full page at the top. Just tap that and save it and you're done. I had no idea. Yeah. No idea. That was the one thing I was looking forward to with this new phone yeah okay it's, second it's, thing but whatever <laughs> i'm assuming the first might have been the camera no <laughs> battery life oh no you only get one guess and that wasn't it so oh we're all gonna be wondering okay so the first one i have for you here the movie is leprechaun okay do you want me to give you hints that you might you no. might be able to... Okay. The movie was Leprechaun. Yeah? Who was the actress that was in Leprechaun? There's only one famous. actress? She's famous now. Known for... Oh, um... She was on Friends. What's her face? With the nose and the hair. Um... She dated Brad Pitt. <laughs> Fuck my life. 
I'll give it to you. Jennifer Aniston. Thank you. You know who I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I almost it's went a... out my nose, and it's carbonated, so I didn't want oh, that to happen. Oh, that would hurt. That would hurt. Oh, I was, man. I was trying to be slick and take a quiet swig, and... <sighs> yeah. Okay. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Johnny Depp. Oh, bang on the banana. I I heard it somewhere. (laughs) You know what? I listen to a lot of wrestle talk, so it might be a British slang term. I don't know. It just came out of me. Banging the banana just came out of you? Yep. Mm -hmm. We're going to leave it there. Yep. Take that as you will. I think you only have one way to take it. (laughs) Now, I'm not sure if you'll know this one. Critters 3. No, I haven't seen Critters. Do you want a hint? Maybe you can figure out who the actor is by a hint. Sure. Uh, Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> he was on Growing Pains towards the end of the show's run. Jonathan Brandis. <laughs> he wouldn't fit on a door. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I thought you were I thought you meant it was too small to fit on a door and I thought a pea? Why would a pea be in a movie? <laughs> oh man. Okay. <sighs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre the Next Generation. No. A hint? Sure. In a film that featured a diary. I don't know. Anne it Frank? Was, it, was her, <laughs> <laughs> it was her diary. Oh, it was hers. Yeah. The title of the movie was Someone's Diary. I don't know. She had a thing with Jim Carrey for a little bit. <laughs> Renee Zellweger. How the fuck would I know that? I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> I want to give you this one, but I, I, you know what? Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. Janet Jackson. That's, I hear that's where she, got to, where she got her start. No. Would you like a hint? Sure. If I have to hear Yamo be there one more time, I'm going to Yamo burn this bitch to the ground. I can't think of his name because I'm on the spot. Fuck. He's... Look at us. Look at us. Forever boyish. Fuck. What is his name? I I can't think of his name, but I know he was also... uh, Fuck. He's also Ant-Man. Yeah, I I don't know. I'll give it to you. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. You know who it is. You're just like blanking on the name. I get it. I get it. It happens. Buffy the Vampire Slayer from 1992. The Christy Swanson Luke Perry vehicle. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> That's bound to happen with alcohol. It's, it's fine. Um, Pee Herman? In it, but not an early role for him. Hint? Sure. Was the next Karate Kid? No. <laughs> uh, million Dollar Baby? No. Do you want one more hit, or do you want me to give you the answer? Just give me the answer. Hilary Swank. Oh, I would. I don't know anything about her except she was in that one movie. Uh, uh, 
the the one where she played the 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 there's boys yeah, doing uh, cry and then yeah there's... that was the one I was thinking of and I couldn't think of the name yeah I think she was in a boxing one too yeah that was Million Dollar Baby oh <laughs> I'm looking at these names and I'm like who would you know okay I don't well let's just go with the musicians yeah we'll go to the musicians okay really you're gonna do that to me I swiped too hard. Oh, there's also ten times comedy actors got scary for horror movie roles. Maybe. I forgot there's a third option. I just saw it now I went, oh yeah. So again, I will give you the movie and you will see. We'll see if you can guess the musician. Okay. As I go through these and figure out that I think some of these are not musicians either of us would know. <laughs> okay. 1983's The Hunger. I that doesn't sound familiar to me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh he was the man who fell to earth. David Bowie? Yes. Okay. 1983's Videodrome. The David Cronenberg oh, classic. Um, Debbie Harry. Correct. <laughs> I probably won't know anything. <laughs> mm. Well, maybe. 1984's Monster Dog. Keep in mind, I've never heard of this movie. Same. Mm. He appears on stage a lot with a snake. Alice Cooper? D- damn. Nice. <laughs> I had to think about I was it. already thinking, I'm like, I got two more. One of them is, is tied in the Friday the 13th, and I don't know if she'll understand the reference. <laughs> Uh, 1985's The Bride. It's a take on the Frankenstein story. No. Do, do, do. Da, da, da. Sting? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even have to do anything except say, just make musical notes that sounded bad. That was was good. I didn't even credit (laughs) on that one because I would not. Well, the clue you gave me worked. (laughs) And that's it. There's that's the, that's awful. There's a whole bunch of movies I, with. I only got the one page, yeah. so it's kind of. I thought the whole page was one list. Apparently, there's multiple pages. Oh. So. Let's let's do the comedy actors. The ten times comedy actors got scary for horror movie roles. Oh, let's do it. So the levels. I mean, not sex. <laughs> Grammar boy reference. <laughs> You're dead to me. Over. <laughs> when did I get a message? Oh, I don't know what you are, but I'm going to eat the fuck out of you, too. <laughs> okay, I'm not entirely certain this one falls under the category of comedy, but it from 1990. What are we doing? Comedians? Ten times comedy oh, actors um, did horror. John Ritter. No. He's a, he was a comedian. He was. Not the actor they have listed. Oh. Uh... Uh... Seth Green? No, but good What the good fuck? Pick. Who? Tim Curry. 
I know he's no. done some comedy, but he's not a comedy actor. No. He's very... I look at Tim Curry and I'm like, that's a thespian. Yeah. He's, he's an actor. A dramatic actor. actor, anyway. He can do comedy, but he can also knock the shit of a dramatic role, too. It should have been John Ritter. Should have been. The Netflix series Maniac. A comedian? Oh. Well, comedy actor. Oh, she's a she's a Scorpio, huh? Not that one. Oh, not that one. Oh, Jonah Hill. Yes. <laughs> the Amityville Horror. Uh. The remake. Oh, uh, he's a Scorpio. Um. Reynolds. Yes, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mint Mobile. Psycho. The remake. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is going to have so many of my burps. <laughs> oh. This is the I don't give a fuck episode. Yeah, this is the we're ringing in the new year with alcohol episode. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Okay, oh, I'm man. sorry. What? I almost gave you the name. Psycho. Psycho. speaking the remake. Oh, um... Um, what is his name? He was in Dodgeball. Peter LeFleur. I know. I'll give it to you because you, you know the actor you gave yes. Dodgeball as a reference. Yeah. Vince Vaughn. Yeah, Vince Vaughn. People are going to say you're going too soft on me, <laughs> but because we've been in a relationship for so long, I you know, know when I, I know. I know your strengths. <laughs> I know your weaknesses. Midsummer. Uh. We were excited oh, you'd have a particular um, role, but then he didn't get it. Um, uh, eyebrows. Uh, um, our friend doesn't like him. He doesn't like his face, and I love his face. Will Poulter. Will Poulter, I'll, fuck. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it to you, because I know in your mind's eye, yes. you're like... It's I a, see him. He's right there. Well, it's a callback to our midsummer episode where he yeah. tells us that he hates his face. Pat does not like his no, face at all. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. I guess it was my turn. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is what happens with carbonation. The number twenty-three. Uh, is that? A, is that a, <laughs> It is a movie directed by the late Joel Schumacher. The number 23? I don't know. Okay. He was in another movie directed by Joel Schumacher. I don't... That where he played a Batman villain. Jim Carrey? Yes. <laughs> I was like, how much more do I have to go? How <laughs> I, I almost go. was going to go, he played the same villain from the movie we watched last night that was a Batman I almost went there and you'd have been like... I don't know if it would have confused you more. You'd have been like, oh, Jim Carrey. Yeah, got it. It was a maze for my brain to get through. <laughs> I got there. 10 Cloverfield Lane. John Goodman. Boom. She got it. It's <laughs> the reason why I married this woman. <laughs> I only know half the answers, but when I can get them right, I'm... <laughs> You're right on it. Scream. Comedian. I'm gonna say uh, Arquette. What's his face? What's his first name? Fuck. David. David Arquette. Good choice. Not who they listed here. Drew Barrymore. No. Scooby Doo movies. 
I don't know his name. Because he was also in, like, just to show you I know what I'm talking about, he was also in 13 Ghosts, the second one. Right. So. Matthew Lillard. I'm yeah. going to give that to you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and anyone that, that doesn't like my judging, it's my rules. I'm, 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 I'm proving <laughs> I know it by telling you other stuff they're in. Yeah. Um, I'm going to skip this one because you would probably... Actually, no, I'm going to give it to you anyway because maybe... Jack... <laughs> oh, no, you <laughs> fucked it up. Is it Jack Black? <laughs> no, The Shining. <laughs> this shit's eight and a half percent alcohol by volume. Thank you, Reds. Is it The Shining? And that's what I said. The Shining. N- nobody. There's nobody funny in that movie. Mm, he did do some comedy roles. Like what? Uh, one of his earliest which was kind of comedy, was in the original Little Shop of Horrors. I, uh, also, I One seen Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, but that's a, that's a fucked up movie. That's right, not a comedy. Right. I know it's not a comedy. I'm not counting it as a comedy. Okay. I'm giving you a movie he was in. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he also dated what? What's-Her-Face that played Morticia. Uh, I don't... Uh, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. <laughs> I almost said Jack Nicholson, and I'm like, no, no, no. He's we're a not... golfer. Yeah. We're not... <laughs> and that's that's that list. Okay. Yeah, you did you did really well. Uh, I did about a fifty fifty. Hey, as somebody who understands how hard it is to retain a lot of knowledge about shit, you did very well. Okay, thank you. Believe me, this thing. I think I may have pushed out some vital information on how to survive normal everyday life, but I can tell you a lot of shit about behind the scenes on Friday the 13th. That's how my brain works. That was fun. That was fun. Who directed The Stuff? The Stuff? That was directed by Larry Cohen. Correct. In what year was the original Poltergeist released? 1982. Oh, you're good. A woman confined to a wheelchair suffers at the hands of her abusive and vindictive former child star sister in this 1962 film. Uh, I believe that would be Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Oh, you're so good. Still haven't seen that movie. Name the artist or group that composed the score... For tourist trap. Uh, You're not gonna know that. No idea. Uh, okay. Name two horror movies directed by Eli Roth. Uh, shit. Eli Roth. Uh, Cabin Fever and Hostel. Correct. Uh, that took me a second. Um, I'm, I'm trying to find one that you're not gonna get. Because yeah, yeah. you're going to get most of them. <laughs> Probably not. I'm sure the difficulty ramps up if you go down the, the card. No, it's it just... it. The, when you go down the card, it's a different type of question. Ah. Name one horror film directed by Takashi... M- Mike? Yeah. Uh, Takashi Mike, I believe, Tetsuo the Iron Man? Probably. Good, good job. What did what did they list as the answer? Because audition. Oh, audition. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think I might be incorrect, but 
Okay, this one's a really, really hard one. Okay. What is the name of the obsessed fan played by Kathy Bates in Misery? Oh, um... Oh, shit. Um... Fuck. I... It's right there, and I can't, I can't think of it. Annie Wilkes. Annie Wilkes. God damn it. <laughs> I thought you would get that for sure. I've only seen the movie once. All right. Okay. What? I was going to say what else you got. Oh, okay. Um, an ancient vampire travels from his castle in Transylvania to London, where he begins to prey on young, beautiful women in this 1931 film. Uh, that would be Dracula. Oh, correct. Directed by Todd Browning, starring Bella Lugosi. Who directed Sinister 2012? Oh. Uh. I don't know. Scott Derrickson. Oh, Derrickson. Yeah, 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 yeah. A telephone, a voice modulator, and a Halloween costume. 1996. Scream. That's not hard. Uh, let's see. An American nurse living in Japan encounters a vengeful spirit in the home of one of her patients. Can she break the spirit's curse before she becomes its next victim in this 2004 film? I believe that is The Ring. Incorrect. Would you like another try? Oh, shit. The Grudge. I said The Ring. And I the gr- <laughs> the, the you were close, not going to lie. I knew what it was because it's Sarah Michelle Gellar and Bill Pullman. Oh, man. I... <sighs> Which one of the following Wes Craven films was slapped with an X rating until he edited it enough to get an R rating? Oh, it gives me options. The Last House on the Left, 1972. The Hills Have Eyes, 1977. Or Deadly Friend, 1986. It's The Last House on the Left. Okay. Funny story about that. It was going to be rated X. And then Sean Cunningham, who was behind the Friday the 13th movies, he actually went and took the rated R little piece of film from another film and tacked it on, like spliced it into the reel for Last House on the Left so they didn't have to cut anything. Um, you're incorrect. It's The Hills Have Eyes. Really? Oh, fuck. I was just going to let you go. No, that... What? There was something with the last house on the... What the fuck? (laughs) Wait. Where's the... Okay. It's color coordinated. It's the red one, and I just dropped the card. Oh, well. I've been drinking. We've been drinking. Drink, drinking. So I found out it's red. Yeah, Hills Have Eyes. Okay, well, there was something with The Last House on the Left that wasn't going to be cleared. And they had Sean Cunningham went and spliced in, like, the rated R part to get it released in theaters. Okay, well, name three horror movies starring Johnny Depp. Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Possibly Secret Window. No. From Hell. Yes. Sweeney Todd. No, but I do consider that a horror film. Same. Uh, is that the Ninth Gate? No. 
if I go to bed, it's because I'm... Uh, uh, yawn. Tired? What the fuck? No. Sleepy? I don't... Sleepy Hollow. Oh, Sleepy Hollow. I'm like, sleepy? I got part of it, but I'm not... No, don't give me that. I was drawing a blank on horror movies with Johnny Depp. I'm like, shit, I should know this. What actress sure. played Lorraine sure. Lambert in Insidious 2010? Lorraine Lambert, I think that was Rose Byrne. Barbara Hershey. Uh, ah, the mother of the one guy's actor's character. Okay, I do have a really hard one. It's probably going to be the hardest one you'll ever have to answer. Okay, go for it. Are you prepared? Probably not, but give it to me anyway. <sighs> okay. Who directed Pan's Lab? <laughs> Our favorite director, Guillermo del Toro. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, if you keep listening later in the year, we might just be doing a little something regarding that particular director. Oh, okay. Here we go. List three named cats in horror films. Uh, three cats. Uh, well, the first one would be Church from Pet Cemetery. Correct. It's Churchill. Churchill, named after Winston Churchill. Yeah. But they call him Church in the film. Uh, other cats. Oh, my God. Ah, uh, that's the only one I can think of. Jones from Alien. Oh. Damn it. And Jezebel from The Sentinel. I've seen The Sentinel, but I could not tell you the cat's name. Ah, I forgot about Jonesy. Uh, mm. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Okay. Name three horror films that take place in Texas. Obviously, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. That's not on here. <laughs> and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, Leatherface. <laughs> I only know the one. I'm not even sure. Devil's Rejects. Oh, that's... Fuck, that's right. From Dust Till Dawn. That was Texas? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep, that makes sense. Okay, do you want me to find you one more? Yeah, let's do one more. Okay, I'm going to find a random one. Not looking. That one. How many people does Freddy Krueger kill in A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Maker, 1988? <sighs> Dream Master, okay. Part 4. Okay, so he would have killed Kirsten, her brother. I believe it's five. Incorrect. How many? Six. Damn it! Damn it, there's... Mm. <laughs> See, this is why I don't play with you, because you're so good. <laughs> oh, man. You suck. Oh. <laughs> uh, there's certain ones, though, I'm like, oh, man. Like, I should have known that. I should have known that. I'm still questioning that the last house on the left and Hills Have Eyes one. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I... 
I know the story. I had never heard that about Hills Have Eyes. So you didn't even correct, wait for me to tell you if you were right. <laughs> nope. I just kept on going. See, that's the beauty of uh, loosening me up with a little bit of alcohol. Woo! Oh, it tastes like apples and beer. Mine tastes like ass. <laughs> Is it that bad? Maybe it tastes good. Oh, well, maybe you like to eat ass and it tastes good. Okay. Or maybe the ass I've been eating tastes like <laughs> Mike's Hard Blue Freeze. <laughs> they have a special lube for it. <laughs> Yum. Oh, man. I wonder if it would be alcoholic. Do you have to be over 21 to buy it? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, God. Oh, you can only find it on Adam and Eve. (laughs) Promo code Mike. (laughs) (laughs) They throw it in free with every fleshlight. Holy shit. Okay. So, we did our trivia. That was fun. I mean, it was okay. (laughs) Well, I had fun. I just like horror trivia in general because there's always going to be something I find out. Like The Hills Have Eyes was apparently rated X. <laughs> or going to be rated X. Jeez. I, news to me, but I ha- I still haven't seen the original Hills Have Eyes. Uh, what the... <laughs> oh, I forgot. We have Shudder on in the background. It's just running the It I just don't like Shutter. being scared, that's all. <laughs> I don't mean to spoil everything. You're not, Chuki. What kind of fucking name is Juki? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> we don't have the sound on for purposes of we don't know if maybe this movie can get us like a copyright claim. Like some random ass person that was involved in this is listening to this show. But, and it's also easier to talk without a movie playing in the background. We'll go outside. What are you guys doing? Oh, hey, Matt. Hey, Alan. What are you guys up to in here? You guys got my name wrong again. It's anal, not Alan. Not up to anything. Just talking. Jeez. They were about to start fucking. Just man on man fucking. They didn't have their Mike's Hard Blue Freeze lube. (laughs) See, back in the day, it was a lot harder. (laughs) I didn't even mean to make that joke. Oh, my God. Okay, so... We've done some brainstorming about what we want to do for 2023. Now, is there anything in particular? I mean, it's not a huge secret that we're going to start teasing some of these things to come out. Is there anything on that list I shared with you that you're particularly excited about doing? Uh, Considering the fact that I don't remember unless I actually glance at it. (laughs) Um... What about March? Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that, but, like, what's entertaining and awesome for me is not going to be entertaining and awesome for everybody, so I have to pick stuff that I think everybody would like. See, that's the beauty of it. You don't have to. You just have to pick stuff that you like and give a reason why you like it and why you wanted to bring it to the show. We're not here to please everybody. We're here to expose everyone to things they may not understand. That sounds like a lawsuit. I mean, 
technically in some respects, but we're not physically near anyone, so I think we're clear. Excuse me. Yum. <laughs> that was a foamy one. Oh, <laughs> thank you for sharing. Of course. Everyone wants to know when there's a foamy burp. Okay. Are you not going to... There you go. Face ID. <laughs> sometimes it works. Sometimes it goes, fuck you. I don't recognize you even though you just opened your phone 30 seconds ago. What about... Little thing that I told you about and we may have uh, at least one guest who wants to come on. Uh, we're planning on doing a retrospective on a Nightmare on Elm Street series. Yeah, that'll be nice. It'll be fun. He was my first uh, villain that I liked when I was a kid. He was the first one that's, that actually he was... He was the first full-blown character that scared the shit out of me. Uh, the very first thing that scared me as a kid was gremlins. I did not like when the eggs started hatching and the aforementioned gremlins came bursting out. I hid around the side of our Zenith console TV and would not come back around till they were off screen and basically almost stayed there for the entire film. Uh... Meanwhile, my younger <laughs> my younger brother, who was I was probably five or six, which means he was like three or four, was just sitting there having a good old time watching it. Like, oh, what's this? Did not care. Was not scared. Meanwhile, I'm being you know typical child, scared shitless. Like, oh, they're gonna fucking come after me. But then I chased that, which is why Freddy scared the shit out of me. I had nightmares of him, and yet I still would wake up late at night to try and watch Freddy's Nightmares. I'm excited for that because I want to get your perspective on some of the films, even though we've talked about them before when we've watched them. Plus, we might have some friends coming on. I want to get their their thoughts on some of these films. Particularly, I want to see who is on my team for Part 3. There's... It's a divisive film. You either love it or hate it. Yeah. I know you're in the camp of, I don't like it. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Of course, we're going to do Nick Cage November. We don't even need to talk about how much we're both excited for that. It's it's obviously the best month we ever put together. Yeah. I love Nick Cage so much. I have a mug. <laughs> Technically, this year it's going to be second best because I think March is going to blow it out of the water. <laughs> it's your month. Celebrating you and what you like. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> and then just some other things. I thought we could, you know, some point in the year, talk about giallo films, the Italian slasher films. I've only seen a few, but the ones I've seen are very good, and I think exposing you to that would be fun. You really like exposing people to things. Yeah, I'm like that. I'm like that uh, flasher gremlin in the first Gremlins movie. <laughs> I just got a trench coat and sunglasses, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> I don't know why I had to mimic the action. This is not a video podcast. Let's take a drink. Great radio. <laughs> I think one of the things I'm 
particularly excited about if we can get it together for a few directors is doing like a director spotlight. I think it would be fun. Touch on directors we like. Yeah. Especially since the first one I that came to mind was Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Who was one of the answers we had earlier. And he's also the book that is holding your mouse up. Yes, he is. For anyone that is curious, it is Guillermo del Toro at home with monsters. That was a gift you gave me one year. Yes, it was. You have two of his books. I believe there's another one, but I think the other one you have is Cabinet of Curiosities. Yeah. I think also given to me by you. Yes, it was. I also, also. have an action figure that was also <laughs> given to me by you. Yes. And you have the set of his films that was given to you by me. Yeah. That's right. You expressed your appreciation for Del Toro once, and I have not <laughs> let you go without having something of his in your possession. I appreciate it. Of course. You also have a Freddy action figure somewhere, too. I got lots of little action figures. Yeah, little Funko Pop keychains of Freddy. I think you also have a uh, Teddy from Bob's Burgers. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. That means yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, that is. I am answering in the affirmative. Yeah, so I'm. I'm excited for what this year holds. I think it's we put 2022 in the rear view. I mean, despite obvious things that are going to stick with us, of course. Uh, it's, you know, the last couple years for everyone have been crazy. So I think if we all just kind of hope for some positivity and maybe an uneventful 2023, and we just kind of live, we'll be okay. Hopefully. But I'm, I'm just excited to do new things on the podcast. Yeah. And create more content for everybody. Fascinating. So that being said. Oh. Where on earth, or maybe in the future, in the wider universe, can they listen to us, Leanne? My dick. <laughs> And That's while the they're down answer. there, they can suck it. Oh. <laughs> Is it a bag of dicks you have? No, it's just one, one just, big one. Just one big one? Fills up the bag on its own? For some reason, I have a Justin Timberlake song in my head now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Where am I? <laughs> Do you care to divulge what song it is? Well, the, in my head, the lyrics were changed to be dick-related. <laughs> So I couldn't tell you what the song name is, but... Ah, okay. I'm glad you just didn't go the easy route and have Dick in a Box. Yeah. Or Mother Lover, which would be another one that could you could emphasize your dick prowess. Yeah. But speaking of dick prowess, you can look us up on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> we're on Google, we're on Spotify. If you have an Alexa device, we're there too, just... Tell her what to do and find Skewered Universe. We're there. If that's not your thing, you can definitely find us on Podbean. That's where all of our episodes are hosted. So head on over to Podbean. Search Skewered Universe Podcast. You can also support the show by going to our Patreon. 
skewered its pot. Our pantheon. Patreon.com slash skewered universe podcast. Skewered universe in your panties.com. This is getting out of control. Oh, man. You can support the show there. We're going to be doing more commentaries this year as well. We're going to get those up. We're going to do some extra episodes. I'm going to do some transmissions. Going to keep you guys full on with content. You can find us on Facebook. Join the group. There's also a page you can follow and post up there. We're on Instagram. Skewered underscore universe. We're on Twitter. Just look for Skewered Universe. You will find me there. It's under Skewered You, but you'll find me. I'm the only one. Also, thank you for listening. All of you out there who have listened in 2022 and the previous years, thank you. Well, now I want to make a new Instagram page called Skewed, Skewered You, but it's just going to be like diseased dicks or something. <laughs> so I maybe there will be two that you have to find. You know, I don't <laughs> think that would fly with Instagram's uh, policies. If it's art, they allow it. Yeah, I don't know how you can justify a diseased dick being art. If I draw it, it could be art. Put a smiley face on it. This <laughs> one. That's one happy syphilitic penis there. <laughs> Is he riding a horse? Syphilis! Oh my god. Mmm. And we're looking forward to 2023. Are we? I am, as far as the show goes. I don't know about anything else, but at least doing the podcast, that's the one positive thing we got. Yeah, that's true. So you can find us at all those links, any podcatcher you want. You can also go to YouTube. We're there. It's not video, it's audio, but hey, some people like that. And there's closed captions that work somewhat of the time. So you could even put the TV on mute and then try to figure out what we're saying by reading the captions. That's a fun little game to play after you've had a few drinks. But, Leanne, before we go, is there anything you would like to tell everyone? The chick on the screen has great DSO. Damn. Actually, yeah, I I have to agree. <laughs> now, that I, now that I'm not employed, I can say whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the joys of unemployment, if there are any to be found. It's saying whatever the fuck is on your mind. Oh, look, he's consoling her. You know what that means. He wants head. He's looking at her DSLs going, I'd like to fit my junk in her jaw. Wait a minute. Wasn't he the guy that was hook, trying to hook up with the other chick? No, the- no. That was the dark-haired guy with the creepy porn stash. Oh, right, right, right. Oh. Anyways, we're talking about some movie on Shutter. I don't even know what it is. Doesn't matter. But until next time, folks. Suck a dick. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And just keep enjoying that universe that's just a bit. Skewer. <laughs> Best outro ever. <laughs>